This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's uh, it's Friday, and uh, it's a it's a good Friday too. It's a good Friday. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Hmm. Uh, you don't want to miss a second of today's show. May I just say, where's my dog? There's my dog. Hey, Uno. How you doing, buddy? I could tease him and say, you want to eat? You want to have something to eat? How you doing, buddy? Uh, Uno is a different dog because of uh, uh, because of Rough Greens. He is he's just more alert, more active, constantly playing. Um, and he wasn't like this, and he would never eat. But we add rough greens now to his food, which is probiotics, enzymes, vitamins, all the stuff that your dog needs. My vet looked at it and said, oh, my gosh, this is great stuff. Try it for yourself. Do a 14-day Jumpstart Challenge today for fourteen ninety-five. See the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. If I could get my kids off the couch by feeding them for rough greens, I would feed it to them as well. The fusion of entertainment. (laughs) Hello, America. It's Friday, and what a Friday it's going to be. I uh, don't want you to miss a second of today's show. It's going to be an awful lot of fun, with a lot of uh, news involved, but I was sick, and I'm really sick and tired of a couple of things that are going on. First, I'm really sick and tired of uh, President getting skewered on his performance. I decided, you know, let's take a look at the actual numbers. Let's compare what's happening here to the rest of the world and uh, and see if maybe there's a difference. Is there any kind of difference that's happening here? And if so, why? We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, so you're stocking up on food. Uh, now, you could stock up on, you know, whatever. Or you could stock up on Omaha steaks. And I know you're thinking, I don't have the money for Omaha steaks. Boy, you do. Listen to this. Right now, they have a special going on at OmahaSteaks.com. You can, ha- you can order two butcher-cut filet mignons. They're really good. Two top sirloins, four premium pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, four potatoes au gratin, the, cap- the uh, caramel apple tartlets, Omaha steak signature seasoning package, blah, blah, blah. And if you use the promo code BECK, you'll get four additional steak burgers plus free frank more free franks now this is normally what is it 180 some dollars something like that you're going to get it for 59.99 you're not going to get that kind of uh, amount of meat at the store for 59.99 omaha steaks they are so good get this right now look for the ultimate grillers package what you have to do is go into the search bar you just type in my name beck Click on it, and it will take you right to the Ultimate Grillers package, where you will save 68% on just the best meat from the best butcher in America, America's first butcher. It's Omaha Steaks. OmahaSteaks.com. All right. All right. It's Friday, so I asked uh, Pat to join us a little early, because I just got a few things that, uh, Pat, I can't take it anymore. I just, I can't take it anymore. I can't take, I can't, I can't, I just can't. I watch the news and it's like not, do these people have lives at all? Do they, I mean, I don't get it. 
what's happening i mean that you could be talking about so many different things <clears throat> what specifically are you referring to is uh, it the, is it the, the china the virus thing well i think they have a point on the china virus thing oh you do I do, I do. I think that's really, I mean, well, I didn't when he was just calling it the China virus because mm-hmm. he hadn't been calling it the China virus. He's only calling it the China virus because he knows it pisses them off. That's yes. why, yeah. right? Okay. That, that, so, and I think because China's trying to blame us for it, and he resents that a lot. Correct. And so do I. Correct. Resents so it. do I. Yes, yeah, so do I. This is China propaganda. However, I mean, I thought yesterday, did you see the press conference yesterday when he walked out? Yeah. Yeah, you know, usually the president will have bum, bum, ba, dum, bum, ba, dum, when he walks out. And I did think it was a little over the top when he walked out to uh, he walked out to this uh, music. Do we have that from the press conference? I thought. China. I thought this was. You know, to have the Marine Band play this as he walks out, I thought. He's just trolling the media at this point. You know, that's all he's... All right, stop. That's so offensive. It's it way is over just the top. So, that was way over the top. It's way over the top for him to do. And uh, and and then when he went out of it, it is Chinese, if you please. I thought that's beneath the president. It's just beneath the president to do. Well, he's a businessman. So I think that, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that, that makes it okay. Mm-hmm. He's a businessman. Well, no, the Asian lobby is pretty powerful. I mean, they'll go mm. after his businesses, yeah. you know, and uh, and I thought, boy, you are. He doesn't care. He just doesn't care to have that mm. uh, played behind him when he walked out. So I was for him, you know, because I thought he was making a point. And then when he did that, I was like, that's just racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> that seemed a little over the top. Yeah. I mean, I get yeah. the point that he's making yeah. because he really... <laughs> For weeks, was calling it like the coronavirus, and then yeah, no, you until they started complaining about it. He then he's st- he's now crossing it off on his speeches and writing in the word Chinese. So say Seriously, it. I have no problem calling it the COVID virus, COVID nineteen, blah blah blah. But this is crazy. This is Chinese propaganda. This is what mm-hmm. they're do- this is what they're trying to do, and our press is picking right up on it. So it's it's not anti-China. I don't have a problem with Chinese people with with people who are Asian. I have no problem with that. No problem. What's really really disturbing is how we are being forced to to change this when MERS is Middle Eastern rep, uh, um, uh, respiratory. Okay, that's what MERS is. the the uh, the swine flu. How do you think pigs feel about that? Uh, the Spanish flu. We've always done this. Always done this. West Nile virus. That's how you identify these things. This is Chinese propaganda, and our, and our president is just standing up against the press because the press is doing the job of the Chinese Communist Party. It's craziness. It's craziness. So I, for one, I mean, I really kind of want, I, I want to go overboard uh, and, and make a real, I mean, did you hear what he walked out on yesterday? It was... It was real. I thought this was just... 
vagina. I thought, especially they didn't even have the right instruments. They were playing it on kettles and the back of White House pots. And I thought, this is too far. But stop. Uh, but I, I, I mean, part of me just wants to just rub it in their face. Because I'm so sick of it, man. I am so sick of it. It has nothing to do with race, has nothing to do with China, has everything to do with communist disinformation. Yeah, and it would be one thing, too, if the media was approaching it like this. Hey, when when this all started, we were all calling it Wuhan flu or Wuhan virus. That was the name we all had. But now, you know, look, they've given it an official name and we think it's the appropriate thing to call it. Like, I would still say we need to make sure we point out what the Chinese government has done. Exactly right. Because it's a really crucial part of the story. However, like, it would at least be an understandable line of thinking. Instead, what they're saying is completely denying that they ever said it and not even acknowledging it. Right. And then just coming out and saying it's automatically and obviously racist for anyone to use it at any time. And denying all reality of naming every other bad disease we've had from German measles on. I I have to tell you, (laughs) this is not about racism at all. This is about reality. (laughs) This is all about reality. First of all, what kind of sweet-ass world do you live in where this is your biggest problem? I mean, the media think of their life. This is what they're talking about. There, there, there's a report out today. Let me look it up. Uh, There's a report out today. that says some incredible, incredible number here. Let me look. Um, Okay. Bank of America says recession is already here. There's a, there's a story. I don't know where it is right now. um, That a large percentage of our small businesses will be out of business in 45 days. And we're arguing about that? Seriously? This is your biggest problem? It just shows the media is so far out of touch. I'm telling you, this is this is the beginning of the end for them. They, they've already discredited themselves so much, but all of these politicians did, well, except for Elizabeth Warren, she did something very brave. I don't know if you guys know this, but she was very, very brave. Do we, in fact, do we have the profiles of courage music? Could we please, because this was, you know, sometimes I think of Elizabeth Warren and I think to myself, it is, it is. It's about damn time that we have a Native American who steps to the plate and leads the way. I mean, this was her people's home long before we came. Yesterday, Elizabeth Warren, she did something that not a lot of people are willing to do. She did something that, oh yeah, you can mock it, you can make fun of it all you want. You could stand around and not say anything about it, but this proud Native American that sometimes is caught off the side of the highway with just a tear rolling down her cheek, looking at the litter. What has happened? What has happened to my country? And dare I say it, not only what, but how? Mm. Yes, this proud Native American who's never used another race to further herself or her career. No, no. No. 
Yesterday, she said, enough, enough. So she took to Twitter after Trump was on that Twitter machine explaining why he signed the Defense Protection Act, which should increase the production of medical equipment needed to combat the outbreak. But, oh, no, she didn't concentrate on that. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ventilators, breathing machines, whatever. Can we talk about the real problem? Because when he took to Twitter, he said, I only signed the Defense Protection Act to combat the Chinese virus, China. And we should invoke it in the worst case scenario in the future. Hopefully, there will be no need. But we're all in this together. No, that's when this proud Native American, first American, if I may, stood up or sat down. Whatever. She got on Twitter. She said, President Trump, are your eyes stitched shut? Hospitals need test kits, ventilators, and other medical supplies. That's why the DPA exists. Stop dragging your feet and burying your head and start helping hospitals that are about to be slammed by this pandemic. But she blurred out the word Chinese. <laughs> yes, that's what she did. She blurred the word Chinese out of her, quote, uh, tweet of Trump. When someone like Elizabeth Warren stands against all odds in the face of the crashing waters, she stands there, there on the point, there at the peak, looking down at all of us, says, I'm not afraid. I'm going to blur the word Chinese. And she puts it all into perspective. It's not about some virus. It's not about some ventilators. It's really about... Racism, And I think it's I think it's high time, America That we all look deep inside of ourselves Yeah, that white part of you And say What can we learn from this proud Native American Elizabeth Warren <laughs> I think we can learn an awful lot What can we do? What can we not do Because of Elizabeth Warren I, for one I'm going to blur I'm going to blur every, every time I see the word Chinese, I'm going to blur it. Blur it in my mind. Spray paint it out. I'm not having Chinese food. I'm not going to a Chinese restaurant. I'm just going to a plain old restaurant when they reopen. I'm just going to eat plain old food. Yeah, Chinese food. No, I'm having American food. That's what I'm having. Yeah, sure. It might have... A side of bat soup. But that's a good old American recipe. Unless it becomes offensive to say that. Then, of course, it's back to Chinese food. Not sure how we're going to play this game all the way out, but that's who she is. Elizabeth Warren. Another profile in Courage. Back with the uh, racist boys here in just a second. Uh, First... I want to tell you a little bit about NetSuite. Successful companies know that to grow faster, you have to have the right tools. If you want to take your company from $2 million to $10 million, or from $10 million to hundreds of millions in revenue, you need NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you the tools to turbocharge your growth. You'll get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, everything. And it's all made for your business. We have it now at The Blaze. Man, I've been begging for something like this for so long. Oracle's been making it, but Oracle was making it for these big, huge companies. And so companies like mine were like, can we help? Can, can you help us, please? 
NetSuite is. And man, it is it is something that will truly turbo your business, because if you don't know your numbers, you really don't have a handle on your business at all. So if you want to take your company from a two million dollar company to a 10 or a 10 to hundreds millions of uh, uh, in, in business and revenue, NetSuite business grows at NetSuite. What I want you to do right now is schedule your free product tour, receive your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Beck. That's netsuite.com slash Beck. Do it now. Netsuite.com slash Beck. A lot of people in this country would be delighted to pay more in taxes. Finding yourself speechless, listening to progressive arguments. Arm yourself with the facts. Arguing with socialists. A new book from Glenn Beck. Pre-order now on Amazon. Yeah, it's great. It's great and fun. 10 seconds, station ID. Sarah, let this play out, please. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We had uh, Billy Eyelash do that for us, uh, and uh, we're super, super excited about it. Um, welcome to the uh, hmm? welcome to the program. Glad you're here. Uh, so may I may I go to something else that is um, that is really bothering me? They're saying that uh, he is that Donald Trump is doing nothing, and it, that, we're, that we're so horrible that that we're so far behind. Could we just look at the numbers? And Stu, you're a numbers guy, so I, I want you to, I want you to help me out on this and tell me where I have this wrong. Mm-hmm. But we're a pretty big country, okay? We're an open country. We're one of the most trafficked countries in the world. We should have been hit harder than anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I just like to look at the numbers and see if the numbers show us that Trump helped or hurt. And check my math, but this is on the back of the mat, uh, the napkin. Okay, try this out. One out of every 1,474 people in Italy are confirmed to be a case of coronavirus. In Switzerland, it's one out of every 2,058 people. Iran, one in every 4,409. Germany, one in every 5,404. France, in one in every seven, almost 7,961. Uh, 6, Netherlands, it's about the same, one in every 6,961. Uh, in China, the rate is one in 17,000. Now, part of that is because of the totalitarian state. It locked down the, the villages and welded, literally welded people into their homes. Um, and they have 1.38 billion people. It's a very big area. So what should the rate in the United States be? If this is spreading everywhere else, what should it be? It has to be as bad as Switzerland or Germany, right? Because the media says Trump just screwed everything up. And everything here is worse than any other country. And he's worse than any other politician. So it has to be one in a thousand, right? The rate of infection in the United States is now one in 22,961. Let me give you that again. Uh, In Italy, it's one in every 1,400. Switzerland, one in every 2,000. Iran, one in every 4,000. You know how bad it is in Iran? 
Netherlands, one in every 6,000. China, one in every 17,000. Our rate of infection is one in 22,961. How is it that the most open country, the one where everybody is flying into, one area he's trying to get to, how is it that he screwed things up so badly that we have the best in the, in the modern world? How's that possible? How's that possible? I mean, I think the argument there would be that we haven't been testing. We definitely have a lot more cases than that, and our percentage is a lot higher, but we are just now ramping up testing. And you're seeing, you know, obviously our numbers are going up very quickly because of that. I mean, you can look at, you know, a, a country like Somalia, who has a 0.06% COVID-19 infection rate. I don't think that's realistic. I think it's a lot higher than that. My guess is the Somalian testing process, probably not all that robust. Uh, so, but isn't this, but isn't this, shouldn't we be yes. much worse leading yeah. in deaths and everything else? Because we are on we're the open. Asian coast. Yeah. And we're open. Uh, it's an right. open society. We can't. Although we are, <laughs> we can't do the same kind of things that China does, but we're trying. We're trying to do the same things China's doing. Yeah, I mean, I think we've blatantly. Well, that's not necessarily. We're getting closer and closer we're to that. Closer. Aren't we? yeah. uh, ask uh, Pennsylvania and um, California, yeah. and that's not Trump doing that. That's no. those are local and state but municipalities. This is also no, they the, all. Do you notice they all want Trump to do it? They're all yeah, saying, they do. you oh, know, yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. They they all want him to do it so they can blame it on him. Yep. Sorry, guys, that's not the role of the United States government. If it's an infectious disease, it's a state thing. You have to do it. Yeah, you know, but I think the reason, one of the reasons why that first stat is, I don't, you know, it's it's not exactly accurate as we point out with the testing, but the reason why we're doing better than Italy, which I think everyone would acknowledge, is because we have, we, and it's largely been the American people who have agreed with it, by the way. You haven't needed to put hardcore um, uh, penalties in there. People are just looking at this and saying, okay, this is a serious issue. We're going to make mm-hmm. sure that we do this. I mean, think about this. It was a week and a half ago where the NBA pulls the plug on its season. Was there a government entity that told the NBA to pull its plug on a season? Did anyone no, tell no. the Boston Marathon to cancel? Did anyone tell South no. by Southwest no. to cancel? These people all did it because they thought there was a real threat and did it on their own. That's totally different mm-hmm. than what China would do. And since we actually have taken steps, we are doing better than Italy and France and Germany. I'm surprised that here we are at Friday and this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be a week ago. Really? I mean, I think we're doing a great job. Yeah, I think we're doing a great job. By the way, also the Jedi virus, we have some new poll numbers on Trump. That's coming up in just a second. Stand by. Oh, and it is the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you a little bit about my pillow. Uh, when you go to sleep at night, I'm in a great mood today because I got a great night's sleep. Great night's sleep. First one I've had uh, all week. Um, but last night I went to bed, man, I, I have the Giza sheets. I have the, my pillow. It is so comfortable when you're, when you're, uh, trying to get to sleep, the temperature, everything matters. And if you want to sleep on the best sheets you've ever had and you want to get them at a really good price, I mean, you know, snobby sheets can be really expensive. Now in my pillow right now, they're still running. It's buy one, get one uh, free special on the Giza dream sheets. Now these Giza, this is made from Giza cotton. This is the best cotton in the world. And they get softer every time you sleep on them. Every time you wash them really durable, very soft. They're Giza dream sheets right now. Buy one, get one free. It's mypillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Buy one pair of Giza dreams, dream sheets to get the other pair free. 
Call them right now at 800-966-3117. Promo code BECK will get you that special or MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. You might remember Arguing with Idiots, now coming Arguing with Socialists by Glenn Beck. April 7th, you can yeah. pre-order now oh, yeah. at Amazon.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program, kind of like a bad 70s TV show. Welcome to it. Uh, we're glad you're here. Uh, Pat Gray joins us uh, today from uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. And, of course, we have uh, Stu Bergier from uh, uh, Stu, Does, Stu Does America, which is a really disturbing uh, porn <laughs> show, I think, that we're running on Blaze TV. <laughs> wow. Uh, Definitely weird, a porn really, show, but not it that is a porn show. It's, yeah. it's not. No, it's enlightening. It's an inspirational porn show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, can, I so what, can I can I tell you can I tell you something about a, a porn show that is not a porn show, but uh, I think is a porn show. It's called The Outlander. Have you guys seen Outlander? I have not. On, uh, I've Netflix? been tempted to watch it many times, but I th- I think it's okay. TVMA, so I I've not. Yeah, so Pat, you need to watch it with uh, with uh, Digital Angel. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Sure. Um, Vid Angel, right? Yeah, they're vid, vid angel. angel. Yeah, yeah, vid angel. So I, I, uh, my wife is uh, disturbingly um, attached to this, and uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to uh, I've talked to several uh, men who have watched it with their wives, and uh, one of them, in, f- in fact, my uh, my assistant who is Scottish, uh, his wife said uh, that she wanted him to grow his hair out. Uh, like the main character, and uh, and also wanted to name their son Jamie after the main character, and mm. it is it's uh, it's chickborn. That's that's all this thing is. It's just chickborn, and it's it's sad because it's a really good story. But my wife, like she would have never watched, uh, you know, nor allowed uh, anyone to watch uh, in the house uh, uh, Game of Thrones. But this one, this one seems to be fine with her. Just is like, hmm. what? Hmm. What? Okay, yes, he's got his shirt and his pants off an awful lot, but what? <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. I feel now like she must feel at most movies and things where they're taking their shirt off. You know, the women are always scantily clad and they're just pieces of meat. And guys are like, what? There's nothing wrong with this. And <laughs> this one, guys, you'll understand that. You'll understand that. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, so Pat, what's on your plate today? Uh, I'm excited about the fact that people are calling 911 to report neighbors who are coughing. I, I think we should have been doing this a long time ago. Uh, we got to call SWAT teams. Call the A team in because your neighbor coughed. Uh, then, then I, I haven't heard this story. Then uh, we have Oklahoma where, where? City. This is well. This is happening. Uh, mm-hmm. In California, where people are calling oh, okay. in yeah. San Bernardino County, uh, they have had uh, they got the fifteenth case of somebody <laughs> calling nine one one to report somebody coughing well, next do you, next door to. Do him. you find that? Do you find that? I mean, in it's California. I know. Yes, hello nine one one. What's your emergency? But then on the other side of this, we've also got Oklahoma City, who is telling who is telling people to call nine one one. 
on residents uh, if their businesses are open. If there's a business what? open, you're supposed to call 911 and report that to them. Is this amazing? Is this America? Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like I don't that, like at, that all. at all. These, no. these mandated shutdowns, uh, it would have been nice if they would have suggested to these you know, businesses and properties and owners, hey, it might be a good idea if you shut down your business for a while. Uh, but you can even be more forceful than that and say, please, we're please. begging you. Yeah, we're begging you to shut down mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. And then how do you how do you get around the First Amendment? I don't know. The right to assemble? I don't know. Yes. I, I don't know how you get around that. You, should, you can't get around it. And yet we have already without any sort of resistance whatsoever. And that's what's bothering me right now. I mean, I'm just a little worried about... Th- Americans' compliance with things that are, to me, unconstitutional. I, I don't understand how this is happening. And there's no, no, wait a minute. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Instead, what we're doing is we're and, saying, well, it's for the public safety. I have to do that. And in Texas. Yeah, in Texas. In Texas. I mean, in Texas, it is happening. You, yeah. you just, look, we all want to be, see, this is where it gets us. I'm convinced where are the giant servers uh, for the NSA? For all of the spying that goes on in America on mm-hmm. American citizens, where are those servers? Utah. They're in Utah. And they're right at the point of the mountain, right as you leave like Provo, which is the most pro-American and docile and, and religious community probably in America. It's right there. And I am absolutely convinced that it's there because they knew that's a docile pro-American kind of thing. There's not going there. It's not like putting it in California where people are going to go. I hate that country. These people, they put it there. They say this is the NSA. I love this. They say that they put it there because of the vast source of water to be able <laughs> in to a cool desert, which is interesting. It's in a <laughs> right. It's desert. It's a <laughs> yeah. desert, yeah. literally a desert. And they said, this is the reason why I built it here is because the vast quantities of water to keep these, uh, uh, keep these, uh, these uh, computers cool. <laughs> under there's no inches, water there. It's a desert under 10 That's inches crazy. of rain a year. Yeah. There's yeah. vast quantities <laughs> of water yeah. in Utah. You want vast quantities of water, build it in Seattle, man. <laughs> yeah. They did it because the people are compliant. I'm convinced of that. This, this is mm. the problem. We all mm-hmm. want to be good Americans. We, do, we yeah. all want to do the right thing. But I don't necessarily trust our government enough anymore. I don't trust the Fed with what they're mm-hmm. doing. There's something wrong with all of these bailouts. And and the way this is moving so quickly, they're now talking about five trillion dollars in debt, five additional trillion dollars to get us through this. And nobody seems to be complaining about it. In what we everybody seems to in addition in to what, what we've we, done already, five trillion more. Yeah, so you're, wow. you're ready for this. Wow. We have a debt to GDP ratio of what is it? Is it five percent now? So I, I can't remember. They're talking about doubling Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, that GDP to debt ratio, whatever it is, it will double mm. by the time we're done with this thing. That's not good. Mm-mm. That's not good. And every time we say, hey, businesses, you got to stay closed. We're, you know, it's small businesses that keep us alive. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said for a balance here. Right. And if you are a business and you want to stay open, you have every right to stay open. And maybe nobody comes in. 
Maybe to know that nobody does anything. But if you have an essential thing, for instance, <sighs> Muyaz, that wouldn't you agree that Muyaz is an essential business? <laughs> the burger place? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the burgers and shakes they have there? <laughs> Very yes, essential. right? Yes. That yes. is essential. The best burgers and fries and shakes. Muyaz. I mm-hmm. love it. There's a Muyaz right down the street from ours. Um, and we, we tried to get takeout last night because i don't want to burn through all my emergency supplies and i'm also not thrilled about eating peanut butter and tuna fish and macaroni and cheese until you actually absolutely have to so you can get food and as long as you you know take the bag in with plastic gloves and everything else and get rid of that right away and then clorox everything and then reheat the food there's no chance of, of anything wrong. Excuse me, I'm at home, so my dog and my phone and my dog. So hang on just a second. Please stop <laughs> My dog and my phone and the dog. And my dog and my phone. And I love dog. it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so you can hear him. He's, uh, yeah, somebody is coming to the door for some reason. I don't know who could possibly be coming. To, who is outside? <laughs> you should be in your home. We're quarantined. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, um, you know, so we we there's nobody that will come pick it up, but they they were picking up. So all of the drivers and stuff, for some reason, they wouldn't pick it up and take it to my house. Uh, so we went out. My wife went out and she said, this place is a ghost town. She said, and I watched them prepare mm. the food and the guy had a mask on and changed his gloves every time he touched something. He just changed his gloves. Wow. Now, if they want to stay open, wow. let them stay open. Yeah. What is the... Yeah. Well, they, otherwise, we're not going to have any of these places because none of these places are going to be it. bailed out. No. No. And I don't no, think... they won't make it. I, I don't think there's any case in America as of this point where restaurants like that are closed to take out food. Take out and deliver, I believe, right. are the encouraged right. way uh, at this point for you to be doing it. So... Right. But again, right. how are you going to... Are they going to make enough money to stay They're in not. business. That's a whole other story. I went to one They're of my not. favorite places uh, just to see if it was open yesterday. I was on the way home and I've had breakfast and lunch there many times and uh, stopped there and went in because I thought, wow, it says it's open. So I went in. There's not a soul in the place, of course, because you can't go in and eat. Uh, and, and they were just open for takeout. And I said, I bet uh, this is cut down on business a little bit. She was like, oh, almost entirely. So, like, there, there's a few people who come in a day and and take mm-hmm. out. You're not going to be able to stay in business like that. We yeah, eat, we eat at this we eat at this place called Dove Creek, um, and it's right down. It's just a local little, you know, owned by a family kind of thing. We eat there all the time. Um, not fancy, just you know, just mm-hmm. normal stuff. Uh, and um, I don't know how they're going to stay in business. They they won't. They, no, they won't can't. stay Not in if business. This is... All of these places are going to go under. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the question here, though, is order of events, right? I, as we've talked about, I think there's going to be a real problem that we're going to have to fight hard about the government taking these rights right right now and hold, trying to hold on to them. I think there will be a lot of legal challenges that come out of this mm-hmm. uh, from mm-hmm. all sorts of constitutionally focused uh, mm-hmm. legal uh, outfits. Um, the other side of it, though, is right now, you know, as you point out, Glenn, we're doing better than these other countries, partially because we actually are paying attention and, and we are doing that. Yes. And we're yes. doing it largely, largely willingly. 
Yes, there, yes, you have yes, the people yeah. down at spring break, and there's there's some exceptions that are getting a lot of publicity, but largely people are really paying attention to this. I've seen the traffic on the roads, as 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 I would mention that both Pat and I are not paying attention to it as we're here. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, we're doing the social distancing well, no, you, thing, you, and you're doing everything yeah, that you can. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And like, I think, you know, you look at that and that is actually a big difference. It's not, you don't need a hundred percent of people never leaving their home. What you need is the Mm -hmm. highest percentage possible, making the least amount of contacts possible. And if you don't have that, like for this, this, uh, this letter from Gavin Newsom that he wrote last night, I don't know if you've read this. Now, Newsom has been really complimentary of Trump and the way he's handled this. Yeah, which so is Cuomo lately. Mm-hmm. Which is shocking. Like, I mean, you could tell how shocking. serious they're taking this. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the scariest mm-hmm. parts about this to me. You look at these crazy <laughs> left-wing governors praising Donald Trump. Yeah, it's think, a sign of the, the apocalypse. What is going on? Seriously, how scared yeah. must they be to Very. come out publicly yeah. and praise Trump over and over and over again? Right. And, and Do you remember yeah. how we felt they're gonna when, Chris, they're gonna, when Chris Christie yeah. praised Barack Obama yeah. Yeah. after his handling of yeah. the Sandy Storm? Yep. And, the, yep. and a large yep. part of the reason for that was he was trying to make sure that Obama mm. stayed on his side so his he got the money from the federal government right. because they were he was legitimately mm-hmm. and obviously rightfully so really terrified about that uh, situation. The same thing is happening here with Cuomo and and Gavin Newsom where they're think of the lengths these people will go to criticize Donald Trump when something is going fantastically well. Yeah. You know, you, here Correct. you see Gavin Newsom seemingly legitimately terrified enough to actually <laughs> praise Trump in public multiple times. This yeah. is his letter to Trump last mm-hmm. night. He says, and again, we'll be able to judge this. This is something we're going to be able to judge in eight weeks mm-hmm. to see if he's right. Um, we have uh, he goes through what they've had in the last 24 hours. We project that roughly 56 percent of our population, 25.5 million people will be infected with the virus over an eight week period. Jeez. Now, if it's if it's eight thousand or twelve thousand people over an eight week period, we're going to know that, you know, either some crazy thing happened that we aren't expecting or they were just totally wrong. And he's giving the worst case scenario because who knows? He wants to hype it up to get more money. Who knows what the Mm -hmm. reason is? Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think they are legitimately scared. And I think one of the best pieces of evidence is the way they're they're dealing with Donald Trump. Treating Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah, People like Elizabeth Warren are still as critical as they've always been. But mm-hmm. the people who actually need Trump are not acting like that. Yeah. They are seeing this for it's something. Uh, they are seeing it as something really real. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, you can listen to Pat's uh, program wherever you get podcasts. You can uh, look for Pat Gray Unleashed. Also, he records his show live every day right before this show on uh, the Blaze Radio and TV Network, blazetv.com. All right, um, let me tell you about uh, Tacovis Boots. Somewhere in America right now, within the sound of my voice, there's a man stepping through the doorway of his office for the very last time. 30 years is a lot of one's life to give to a company, and he thinks it's a, it's a fair trade for the gold watch on his wrist and the cozy lifestyle that allowed him to spend his golden years now manage a, you know, just managing a golf cart and a cold beer. They've lined up to see him off, the younger blood that keeps this place vital. And in their eyes, he sees respect. So can give him a good show of it. And of course, there's no best foot to foot put forward than both feet are clad in a pair of Tacova's boots. That's what he wears. He's a man of integrity. 
He's a man that has always paved his own way and his own path. When you buy a pair of Tacovas boots, you're buying a statement of integrity with frontiersmanship. Handmade with the finest leathers, Tacovas boots take 200 steps to complete. Twice the value of similarly priced boots, but half the price of boots that you find of similar quality. And when you wear Tacovas, you'll feel the cowboy inside come alive. Tacovas, Western boots for your frontier. Find your pair now at tacovas.com/back. That's T E C O V A S.com slash back you're listening to glenn beck hello america it's friday we're so glad that you're here today i've got a uh did you see that doctor walk off? The, he was the the Obama CDC guy who was on MSNBC, and he walked off. Play a little bit about. Uh, play a little bit of this, will you? But the number of cases we have right now, and even those tragic figures you just read, are going to seem minuscule in a week. The number of cases we will have will okay, so double this guy's yakking, every three days. And right the other guest that. gets up and says, I'm not, I'm not listening to this bullcrap anymore. And gets up so, says they're irresponsible. Something never happened uh, to us. No guest has ever walked off and said anything like that on us. But MSNBC is cool. But as I was watching this last night, I realized I've seen this guy before. Could you play the... Um, because I did a side-by-side comparison. If you happen to be watching on uh, Blaze TV, I'll explain so to you on radio. So it's a hard thing for people to grasp. So there the number of cases we have right now, and even those tragic figures he, you just read, are going to seem minuscule. He is the week. villain. The number of cases we will have. Indespicable, will too. The guy in the little orange jumpsuit. Right now, it's exceeding Listen that. Listen to that voice. And we have a large number of t- cases that are untested still. So with all due respect to your Stop. other I, guests. I just think, I don't know about... I don't know about anybody else, but uh, he's the he's the villain from Despicable Me too. I just just want to point it out. This is the Glenn Beck program. Two thousand three hundred and sixteen dollars. That's an important number because according to the FBI, that is the average dollar loss from a single break in. It can derail you financially, not to mention how creeped out you are. Have you ever been broken into? It's a creepy, creepy feeling. So here's my advice. Protect your home with Simply Safe. They're the go-to guys for home security, at least for me and my family. They are masters of protection now. Simply Safe protects every door, window, and room with 24-7 professional monitoring. They'll make it easy on you. There's no contract, no hidden fees or fine print. Plus, you can set this system up all by yourself. Anyone can do it. I've done it, and I can't do stuff like this. There's no trade-offs to your safety. It's won a ton of awards from CNET to PC Magazine to The Verge. Prices are always fair and honest. Around-the-clock monitoring is $15 a month. That's three times less than the other guys. 15 bucks a month without a contract. So go to simplysafebeck.com today. Get a free Simply Safe HD security camera. Normally, that camera is 100 bucks, but it's yours free today. Simplysafebeck.com. of entertainment and enlightenment. Hello, America, and welcome to Friday. Yes, Bill O'Reilly is joining us. Not a lot of news happened this week. Not a lot going on. Can't imagine what he's going to talk about. Uh, We go to Bill O'Reilly in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
All right. Um, I have a survival trip tip for you. Now, this is pro. This is professional, okay? When you're putting your bug out bag together, the uh, one thing you have to, you know, pack up the essentials, you know, all the things that as this coronavirus mutates and starts turning people into zombies, what are you going to want? What are you going to want? And I, me, I'm like, I want, you know, I want to, if I'm going to turn into a zombie, I want a clean shave. You know, I want to, I want to look nice. I want to look my best if I'm going to live like that for the rest of my life. Nobody's shaving. You know, you're a zombie. Your hair's not growing, but I just don't want to look like I have that scruffy beard, you know? So that's why I like to pack shave secret in my bug out bag. Shake secret, uh, shave secret is something that is, is, is going to save you a ton of money. A lot of time ingrown hairs. If you have that problem, I have a real problem with the uh, uh, razor rash. As I shave, I get a really bad rash underneath my chin uh, and I've got baby soft skin. I mean, do you think I've ever worked for a living? Never. So Shave Secret, it, it's a proprietary blend of essential oils, and you put it in your hand, you like like three to five drops, and you work it into your, your beard, and that's all you need. Just a little water in your hand, the Shave Secret, and you rub it into your beard, and your razor flies across your face. Really close shave. You can get it where wherever you shop, H-E-B, Wegmans, grocery stores, um, also at Walmart, and available online. Thank goodness, because zombies are out there. Amazon.com or ShaveSecret.com. If you go to ShaveSecret.com and use the promo code BECK, you're going to save 10% on your uh, order of Shave Secret. So you can order there. It's ShaveSecret.com or Amazon or any place else, Walmart, wherever you buy your shaving goods. It's a little teeny bottle. You'll find it. It's called Shave Secret. ShaveSecret.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. President. Are you your quarantine? You quarantine and pe- will people actually deliver things to your house? Because they must they know anyway. where you live. They must be like, why would they change yeah. now? Right. This okay. I was like, going to say you're like the guy. You were the guy in the in the get off my lawn, you kids. And they're forty five year old men. That's you. You're the guy who, even when you were twenty, was the old guy in the neighborhood shouting at kids, weren't you? Thank you, Beck. You're so kind. Um, this is like the. <laughs> The Adams family house here. Okay, so it, nobody ever comes, and I wouldn't know if I was quarantined or not. Because there's no, right. Nobody, nobody right. There's the, Okay, nobody comes to visit you. But I have a giant bazooka in case. Uh, yeah, that Midler right. shows Good. up. You know. The so I, what I'd like to. I, what? Go, go ahead. ahead. The dumbest. No, statement. no, go. The dumbest statement. I'm keeping lists now of of all the uh, pandemic occurrences. I, I have mm-hmm. lists, about 50 of them. Mm-hmm. And the, okay. I have the dumbest statement list. All right? Bet mm-hmm. Midler. Bet Midler yes. tweeted yes. that mm-hmm. she believes President Trump is lying about not having the coronavirus because he's lied really? 16,500 times before. Bet right. Midler. Now, ben can Midler, you stop shit. that? Huh. Can, you, can anyone no. stop that? That's no. Well, well, all of the people who are saying that uh, Donald Trump is a racist by calling this the China virus, That's he doesn't have a problem calling it COVID. He didn't have, he, he's trolling them. He's trolling them, and they don't get it. It's not that uh, she, she wins. So I got all the lists. And and just tell me, Beck, 
what you are interested in in this pandemic. Well, and I will okay, so tell you pontificate. what really is happening. And this is what we do on BillOReilly.com, right. which is far mm-hmm. and away the blaze is good. I understand. But this mm-hmm. is if you're interested <laughs> in protecting you and your family. You got to go to my right. website. Go ahead. All right. So, so Bill, here's what I would yeah. like to know. Uh, and this is, and I know you don't like to make personal comments or, you know, anything like that, but I'd like, I'd like to know where are you on the scale of, please, this is nothing. We're overreacting to my gosh, we're all going to die. Where are you on that scale? I understand the danger to the public. All right. So mm-hmm. when you have a virus that's invisible, and spreads quickly through airborne, which means droplets in the air, you mm-hmm. have to take extraordinary measures. You have to. All right? That's mm-hmm. where you start. You start there. Now, what are the extraordinary measures? So just this morning, I got up. I went out. I filled my car up with gasoline. Okay? So I have a full tank. I went to okay. the dog food place because I don't want the dog to starve. And the dog... Beck, you're not going to believe this, but the dog does not know how to open cans on her own. She can't do that. My dog does. Yeah, my yeah. dog does. My dog looks at the can, can't figure out how to open it. <laughs> so right. I get the dog food for the next three weeks, so I don't have to worry about the dog. Then I go to Walgreens, all right, to mm. get a birthday card, because birthdays don't stop in the middle of the pandemic. I get the card. Now you know you can do guy. all this online. Just, just nah, go ahead. Yeah, you see the guys. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I see my guy yeah, right, Walgreens. I wave to him. I got. I go. Got any toilet paper? No, we won't have any until the year 2030. I said, okay, good. Got it. Um, good. And goodbye. Then I go to the bagel place. All right, and I get uh-huh. a couple of bagels, um, and then I come home to talk to you. So that's exactly right. what I did. And then when I came home, I washed up. I did wash up. Because I, I had the gas nozzle, I had the Walgreens door, so I washed up. I washed up nice. And now I'm clean, talking to you. Right, okay. So you're, you're just saying, I'm not really changing anything in my life. Uh, you know, I'm, are, you, are you still going out to eat and, you know, things like that? Or can you no, even I'm in Long going, Island? You can't do that in New York. Um, okay. You can't go to a restaurant. You can do takeout. And mm-hmm. since I don't know how to cook, and right. you know, I got to do takeout or I die. Got it. Um, got it. So takeout is all right. I talked to my doctor. I said, is there any danger of, you know, the takeout? And, uh, you know, look, I, it's so remote that, you know, if you want to starve yourself, go ahead. But I would eat the takeout, which is what I'm doing. Um, okay. So look. Otherwise, you have to. Eat, over, you might have to eat the dog. The question, though, is an important question for all Americans listening today. So you, you're in the middle of this thing. It's it's uh, there. There is fault here, and we'll get to that. I hope a little bit later on. Whose fault this is? Because there is fault, but no one can do anything about it. So De Blasio, the mayor of New York City, comes out and says, "Oh, I want the military in the city." This is what he says today. Right? And mm-hmm. I support that as long as they arrest the Blasio. If the military <laughs> arrest him, I support I think they'd like to. I think to they'd like to. A, now, there are 4,000 cases in a city of 8.5 million. 
All right, 4,000 cases. There will be more. All right, and then you've got a packed city. I don't live in the city. I live 20 miles outside the city. You got a Not far city. enough. People live on one another. So that's a dangerous situation. It is. Yeah. You got to be careful. But that, that city, that walk? city will people people don't have any idea how dangerous that city is. You have eight million people living in a very small area, yeah. uh, and nobody has food. Another. You don't you don't store food there. You just go get it. If everything's closed, that city is a ticking time bomb. That's the, true, the National Guard should be there. Closed. Look, closed is California. This, this, and this gets me. Oh, we want you to shelter in place. You know, that is the most annoying phrase. It's worse than at the end of the day. What? Shelter in place. Why? You know, it's just annoying. It's San Francisco <laughs> annoying. All right? Okay. If you all right, want all right. me to stay in the house, all right. stay in the house. I don't right. want to shelter <laughs> in place. Right, okay. Right. Right. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the government coming out? Not the government, the state governments coming out and yeah. saying, you must close your business in, in Oklahoma, of all places. They're telling people to call the, the uh, state government and report if anyone is still doing business. You don't have a right to do that. You what what, you, what are your thoughts on... But right. you lose because all the, and I looked this up because BillOReilly.com does this, oh. all the precedents of the legal rulings always put public safety ahead of constitutional rights. Thereby, um, politicians have the right to declare martial law. They have a right to quarantine. They have a right to stop people coming and going. Do you realize there's a county, a beautiful county, in Colorado, San Miguel County, that's Telluride, 8,000 people. You can't go there. They will stop you. They don't want anyone coming into the county at all. No human beings can come in. Now, that's clearly unconstitutional. But if you challenge it, number one, the judges wouldn't show up to hear it because they're all in the basement hiding and number two you would lose on public safety so that's what's happening so are you concerned at all about any of the constitutional rights like for instance there's only one guy in in washington dc that is an ffl dealer a guy who can sell guns only one because apparently years ago the 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 city screwed him and so yeah. they made him some stupid promise that you're going to be the only one that could sell guns. Well, he won't sell guns now. I mean, how do you feel about things like that where well, long long run and I'm always a long run guy. I think this is over yeah. by June. All right? I could be wrong on that and maybe I'm irresponsible putting forth that opinion. But if I'm looking at what happened to China, and China's totalitarian, so they just shut Wuhan province down. Talk about nobody in, nobody out. I mean, the army just shut it down. Well, they don't have uh, many new cases over there in the whole country. So it looks to me like this is a two-month ordeal. Um, if we are prudent, and we are. Americans are prudent. I mean, and you don't have a lot of people outside of the spring break, idiots, um, doing irresponsible stuff. So I see it abating or, or dissipating around Memorial Day. Um, but the Second Amendment is stronger, will emerge stronger, way much, much, much stronger than it was before the pandemic. And there are a lot of things like that. 
all right, the financial community is going to be in a little trouble. You know, people are going to reevaluate whether they buy stocks. So you buy stocks, you hold on, they go up for three, four years, you're happy, and in one day it's gone. You got to think about. So that. I want to, you know, I want to start. I want to. We're going to take a quick break, and then I want to come back to that because there's some real problems, Bill. That I I don't know how you combat and and uh, and and how do you? I mean, what's the world look like? In we're doing this for three months from now. Most small businesses have about forty-five days of survival. How do you how do you help them? What what's what what is the world going to look like? We go to him in just a second. Back with Bill O'Reilly. First, let me tell you about the Hustler Turf Zero Turn Lawnmower. I have to tell you, I wanted to mow my lawn so badly yesterday. It's been raining, so I couldn't. But man, I'm I'm ready to get out and mow the lawn, and I love my Hustler Turf. I got it a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it is. It, I mean, my son and I, yesterday, we were fighting over it. No, I, I, I want to do it. No, 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 I get to do it. Uh, it is. It changes the way you look at your uh, lawn uh, and mowing the lawn because it, it dramatically reduces the time. I mean, dramatically, and it's a pleasure to do it. I like getting out and being by myself. I, I don't like mowing my lawn in the heat, but yesterday it was perfect temperature. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Otherwise, hey, boy. Go mow the lawn. If you're looking for a lawnmower, the place you have to go is HustlerTurf.com. I want you to look at these. Check out all the other lawnmowers and everything else. This will be the last one you buy for the rest of your life. It is built to last. These are the people who pioneered all of this technology back in the 60s. They've been making them for big, big, big industrial uh, kind of lawnmowers. And about, I don't know, five, eight years ago, they started to make them for the home and they've exploded. You might not have heard of them, but they're the best. HustlerTurf.com. Call them right now or just go to that website. Enter my name, Beck, in the box for warranty offer details because they're going to give you an extra year warranty. It's at HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com. After the hundredth time scrolling through your feed today, Uh, maybe you need some new reading material to get you through the quarantine. Please. We got you. Glenn Beck has a new book called Arguing with Socialists, and you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Mr. Bill O'Reilly... How do we navigate this economically with these businesses that are closed and and everyone's business, your business, my business, especially restaurants, everybody is going to be impacted by this one way or another. And you can't keep a small business closed for 45 days and expect them to survive. They just can't do it. Well, I mean, the federal government is going to reimburse businesses for lost money, lost capital. That'll happen. Um, federal government's going to take a massive debt hit, but it has to. Um, so short term, people are going to suffer. But long term, if they can hang on, they'll be all right. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. Of course, well, that well, I know well, that. Yeah, Everybody what do you want knows them to do? that. You know, they can't open the businesses and risk an Italy situation. Can't do that. So the federal government is basically saying, look, we're going to reimburse you for your losses by 
direct payments and tax credits. What else? There isn't any other solution on the face of the earth. Is there? So how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about uh, what we're what the president or what the Fed is doing? Do you have confidence that this is actually going to help us? The Fed has done extraordinary things recently. Yeah, I mean they're pumping they're pumping capital into the system. Um, I understand the banks are strong uh, because they have not waived any no, of the. Not. Yeah, I know you disagree. I've been I've been following you on that, um, but we'll see whether yeah. O'Reilly or Beck are correct. Um, but they, uh, yeah, you can count, you, I, I put not, your America, put your money down on, on me on this one. You put your money down a lot on Bill O'Reilly. Put your money down you know, on me on this one. Beck, we'll see. But I've been investigating right. it. And, and I got to tell you, and I'm, and I'm thankful for you, because once you started to raise this issue, I said, all right, let's check this out. But there hasn't been no waiver of what the, the requirements are for the banks. They have to have a certain amount of assets there, and they can't go below that. No, 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 no. That, that has been changed. It changed Monday night. Um, they don't have to have any cash reserves now. No cash reserves that they used to have to have 10 percent now this is for banks that have um you know uh they're taking money in from uh, depositors they used to have to have 10 percent of that cash on hand the federal reserve wiped that out that's remarkable bill all right i'm going to say that in my opinion the federal government is doing what it should do at this point to keep the economy yes. From going over the cliff. Now, if this pandemic lasts six months, then we'd have to seriously look at what's happening. Reevaluate. Yeah, yeah. But if yeah. it's anticipating right. by Memorial Day, I think everybody's going to be okay. So what do you think about the, the free market versus the rest of the world? I mean, we're starting to see here in America, the free market is putting things together uh, and and we may even have a, a possible cure uh, in one drug that's already out uh, on the market now. I mean, the free market seems to be doing a really good thing, but people are coming out. Sixty percent of Democrats are saying they want uh, a private uh, they, they want to get rid of private health care more than they did before this. Just as the Second Amendment will be strengthened, the specter of a government-run health care program will be severely weakened if the private sector can come up with medicine to mitigate this plague. Now, yesterday, the president implied they're well on the road to doing that. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. But I can tell you that I am hoping and praying, and actually I do physically pray, that the United States does what it's always done. In 1918, we defeated the Kaiser. In the 1940s, we defeated Hitler and Tojo. We then eventually defeated Stalin's Soviet Union. We defeated Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and the Jihad. And now I'm hoping Americans can defeat the coronavirus for the world. Yeah, yeah we will. Because we're taking we will. the lead. Okay? Right. And if that happens, 
we emerge once again as the world's savior, which is absolutely possible. If you have to say the best of the week and the worst of the week on the coronavirus thing, what would you say it was? The best superstar and villain. As far as I'm seeing are individual Americans who don't panic, who do Mm -hmm. the right thing, who buy groceries for their elderly neighbors. Yes. And when we come back from the very scintillating commercials, I'll tell you the worst. (laughs) Very scintillating. Thank you for that. It's I'm I'm waiting with bated breath and anticipation to hear what might what commercial might run next. We'll do that and more with Bill O'Reilly next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, have you ever been shopping with somebody who uh, is obsessive about the, you know, clipping the coupons? Yeah, and the whole trip through the store, you're looking at the bulge in their purse. And uh, yeah, I used to shop with my grandma and my mother. Uh, thank God Tanya doesn't do that. Tanya doesn't do it because she has honey. Uh, and, I, and I want you to sign up for this. This is a really great thing that will save you an awful lot of money. It's an app. And you just get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash back. And I've always told you, when it's free, you're the product. Not in this case. Before I uh, said I would do commercials for them, uh, I checked with my wife. Do you use honey? She uses honey. Stu uses honey um, as well. And you are not the product. They get, they get paid by the companies that are trying to close deals. So when you're going back and forth and looking at something, you're like, I don't know. Should I buy this one or this one? You go to the top of that website and you just click honey. It'll show you the savings. It closes the deal every time. So that's who's paying for this. You get it for free, and you're going to save a buttload of money. It works on nearly every online store. Just get it today for free. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. All right. You can get uh, Arguing with Socialists, Glenbeck's new book, out April 7th. Also, subscribe to BillOReilly.com now. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We have some we have some good news coming out of um, uh, the Harris poll, the latest Harris poll conducted just uh, between March 17th and 18th uh, over two waves, March 14th, 15th and then 17th and 18th. Uh, and it shows that 60% in both waves, 60% of Americans are satisfied with how the federal government has handled the coronavirus so far. The president, 56% of the second wave approved of the way Trump has handled COVID crisis, 44% disapproving. This is up five percentage points from the first wave uh, where, uh, you know, his, his overall approval has gone from 49% to 53%. So it looks like... Trump is handling this well, and the American people are starting to see that. Um, Let's talk a little bit about politics here. Um, Bill O'Reilly joins us. It is Friday. Bill, your thoughts on the poll and how the president's doing first. Okay, but then I I tease the audience, so I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's start there first. I'm sorry. You you did. I didn't write that down. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Tease the audience first. Go ahead. 
in this pandemic virus outside of the actual illness itself, of course, is the political correct media still, still peddling garbage that hurts the American people. ABC News correspondent, I think her name is Cecilia Vega. This is the one who said, I, a lot of people think it's racist if you call it the Chinese virus. All right? Now, I'm sitting there at home going, is this doing me and my family any good at all, Miss Vega? And she didn't do it in an inquisitive way. She did it in a Megyn Kelly prosecutorial way, that you are a racist by using the term Chinese virus, Mr. President. It's sickening. And Disney does that all the time. I mean, they are the most politically correct. It's just outrageous. So that's the worst thing. All right. So now do you think that, I mean, because I think President Trump is just trolling. I mean, when he came out yesterday, I don't know if you saw this, and he came out and they didn't play hail to the chief. Uh, you know, instead, they do we have that audio of him coming out for the press conference yesterday? Can we play that, Sarah? Uh, when... When he came out and played this while saying China virus, I mean, he's just trolling people, don't you think? Yeah, I thought that was a bit over the top. Yeah, um, that might have been a little, yeah, it might have been a little over the top. But it's, uh, to the uh, White House on the occasion that they solicit my opinion is that uh, this story is not about President Trump or any individual politician. No, exactly right. right. And I think they've gotten that message. Now, I would have said, in deference to Ms. Vega, the virus from China, that's more precise. And that takes away the stupidity of but, the you know, correct uh, horde. Bill, do you think anyone even cares? This does no, not do I anything. We, MERS is Middle Eastern. Uh, the, the Spanish yeah, flu, the West flu. Nile virus, that's yeah. how you define these things. I think they care in the sense that they hate the media. That the media right. continues to drive nails yeah. into its own hands. In the, exactly right. Exactly right. right. I think this is uh, because I have talked to a lot of people, um, you know, just here, just just chatting with people, uh, you know, on the phone or whatever, watching what people are saying in social media. They don't care about this. This, this, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, "Look, what, what's the deal? How does this affect my life?" Yeah. Everyone knows it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter what you call it. But it matters to Disney. See, that's the overarch. It's not Cecilia Vega. She takes orders. Mm. All right. You and think it matters because media can't. Stop. They're addicted to political correctness. Well, in that case, they're they're actually they're actually addicted to uh, Chinese money. I mean, the you know, the the American market is not the market anymore that these big companies are looking at. They're looking at China, billions in China with its theme parks and all that. But I don't believe that's driving it. I believe that Trump hatred continues to drive it. Trump's a racist. Trump's this. Trump's that. And Disney and Comcast and AT&T with CNN, they can't stop. They cannot stop. And it's hurting all Americans because they're not reporting the news accurately. And now 
Go ahead. No, no, and now. And now in the middle of a a pandemic, we need accurate reporting, not political correctness. Stop it. All right, so let me let me ask you the we hit a massive massive recession some are saying by third quarter we could be in a depression we hit that is there any chance that trump can pull through that now that's a complicated question there will be a recession however there's a lot of capital on the sideline and there's a lot of opportunity to make a lot of money because stocks have been irrationally beat up. So if you are smart and invest in good companies, you could really do well. That means that the market itself will snap back. The 5 million Americans who lose their jobs, and that's my estimate on BillOReilly.com, they're going to be hurting. I assume the federal government will put up all the entitlements it can to help those people. But there will be a recession. But if Trump continues to show authority in fighting the virus and it does dissipate by summer, he will be reelected. Because remember, when Trump stopped the flights on January 31st, Biden objected to that and mm-hmm. called it xenophobic. No, they all did. Another yep. politically correct canard that mm-hmm. soundbite is going to be shoved down biden's throat it's a killer for him and so i at this point virus dissipates trump wins virus elongates into the fall no one knows well it's it's probably going to happen unless we have some sort of miracle happen with the with the virus which I don't see unless unless some of these drugs that are already out start to work um the there's no way to get a virus and if it is seasonal it will start to come back around the time of the election and so anybody who's like have, I think that this virus is going to have an anecdote fairly soon that's what I'm hearing from the pharmaceutical. An anecdote or an antidote? An, an antidote. I'm sorry. I'm okay. All right. Word of the day. But thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> um, and I, want I just to love giving you seconds for an important plug. All right. Uh, before okay. Go ahead. Because I know right. you and Stu make fun of me when I'm off the air. I understand. Never, no, we never. actually say nicer things about you uh, <laughs> when you're off the air. We're really actually uh, nicer to you. So my point is that you are not you, the American person being well served by the national media and i can prove that in a thousand ways i got a letter from a guy named brad chase in ellicott city maryland i was just there in that in that town about three weeks ago he says quote i have to say and i've said this to my wife this is the best money i have ever spent to educate and update myself on the news for my family thank you so much for doing the newscast on billoreilly.com now that came to me And I just want to read it, and I appreciate you letting me read it, because I will never mislead. And you know that, Beck. You know me a long time. I don't care about politics. I don't care about agendas. I don't care about political parties or any of that. No. I will never mislead you. And we're way ahead on this virus at BillOReilly.com, way ahead on it. 
Well, Bill, um, thank you very much for being on the program. Thanks for all the stuff that you do. Thanks yeah, for sure. your friendship. Send and uh, we will. Uh, back. Huh? Some of that shave stuff. Oh, shave yeah, secret. Okay, I'll shave. Yeah, I'll sh- uh, you can go into the store and buy it. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're already going out to all the stores. You don't care. Let me tell you something also. Nobody's coming to your house. Nobody's coming. Nobody's delivering anything. Nobody's coming to your house. You realize you, you die. Your dog can't open the cans. Your dog's going to eat you. You know that, right? That's nice, Beck. Thank you very much. For <laughs> my weekend off in such pleasant fashion. Very right. nice. Thank you. I love you, Bill. Thanks so much. BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. All right. Well, we've, we've successfully, we've successfully uh, wrecked another friendship, so no <laughs> one talks to us. We've continued that. Uh, let me tell you about uh, uh, let me tell you about well, Romans too. Yeah, uh, we have. Uh, it, it's been a fun couple of days where everyone gets at home. The only thing you can basically do is go out and maybe I don't know pump some gas. And if you're standing there for 45 minutes today, frustrated, distracted, and alternatively swearing at the proverbial like a I mean just like a sailor calling about uh, to the heavens to have God come down and personally help you because you just can't get the gas nozzle to fit until at last finally you get it through. And then proceed to fill your car with diesel fuel, uh, unaware that your day has come to a much worse end than you thought. That was kind of embarrassing, but not as embarrassing as having to go talk to your doctor about ED. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation, ongoing care, from the comfort and privacy of your home. No face-to-face meetings, no awkwardness. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The process is simple and discreet. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beck. And complete an online visit today, connect with a doctor, and get to taken care of. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beck for the free online visit and two-day shipping. It's GetRoman.com slash Beck, free shipping and free visit. GetRoman.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, talking about uh, politics, uh, we have somebody from the Biden campaign, I understand, on the phone with us. Wilfred, go ahead. Hello. Hello, Wilfred, are you there? Wilfred? Hello, Wilfred. How are you? My name is Wilfred. I'm calling from yes, Sun City, Florida. Yes, I, I understand that. Um, and you are with the Biden campaign, is that right? Yes, I am the director of youth outreach for the Joseph Robinette Jr. Biden campaign. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, how can I help you today? Well, I wanted to get a message out to the young people in your audience Mm-hmm. Um, and because many of them will not understand the seriousness of this crisis that we face. All right. You realize that talk radio is not where the kids hang out, right? Well, they're very, very young. I've seen the, mm-hmm. the demographics, and they're very, very young, very inexperienced people listening to mm-hmm. AM talk radio. And that's right. partially right. just because it's a new technology. Um, what I wanted to get across to your audience, however, yeah, 
was Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is uniquely qualified to deal with this particular threat that we face with with the with the corona th- virus virus yes uh, yes thank you um, mainly because he has spent a lifetime dealing with various outbreaks of disease across the globe um, he? he he was there for typhus he was there for cholera uh-huh. Um, right. he, he had yellow fever three times. <laughs> now, what, I didn't know any of this. I, yes. Um, I was there with Joe when he got the convulsive vapors. And that was a very trying time. When, what, what Do you remember when that was? The convulsive vapors? It was a, I, uh, it was a time ago. Uh, we yeah. were in our 50s, I believe, at the time. Right. Uh, then he got dropsy and thrush right next to each other. And that was very... <laughs> Really? Yes. And then wow. immediately so he, following yeah. that, he, he came down with scrofula. What's, which is what? what? Scrofula. It's a, it's a giant growing mass in his neck. But it was really removed, scrofula. Yes, with horse extracts. And I, I, the, that's not really the point. <laughs> the point yeah. is that Biden has seen these incidents before, and he right. knows how to act decisively as a leader how do you think mm-hmm. we stop the outbreak of sour womb of what sour, sour womb sour womb that was what, what joe is sour biden. womb when joe biden saw the incredible threat of silent <laughs> diphtheria he stepped up right and he was able right. to stop it when fickle <laughs> vampirism broke out in this nation who was what there? is thicketh Fickle vampirism. Fickle vampirism. When that broke out, that, Joe Biden was there. Was that is that vampires who are kind of like ah, I'm not so interested in blood today. Well, was, what is what is fickle vampirism? Well, it's a very long story. I don't think we have okay. time to get into the entire disease. All right, disease. all right. Well, because okay, if I do sure. that, I won't be able to tell you about the time Joe Biden stopped a frost rash. Frost rash. Yes, it was terrible. Huh. Uh, Biden, uh, I, I, I remember Joe Biden stepping up to the plate and stopping rickety eye. When that first <laughs> broke out, people were very, it felt like it does right. today. Wow. But really? That, rickety what, eye. Oh, yes. And that was nothing did compared you, to the serpent delirium. That was, wow. Did you, they were, did you have oh to, my goodness. Were you, did you have to stay inside for that and close all businesses? Oh, you had to close all businesses. You had to close all orifices as well. That was a total, right. a total shutdown. <laughs> nothing could come in, nothing could go out. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. That That's one was amazing. devastating. Not as devastating <laughs> as the time that we both came down simultaneously. Simultaneously uh, with you know when, are you there, Wilfred? Yeah, are you sorry. there? When we came down yeah, simultaneously <laughs> with avian fingers, avian <laughs> fingers. Oh my goodness! That's this right. is a disease. If you're not familiar, where each finger yeah, turns familiar. into a separate bird with its own sentient existence <laughs> and hopes and dreams. Yes. Wow! And wow! When they wow, start flying quite opposite directions, that is the most yeah, painful thing you'll ever experience. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> so please vote Biden 2020 well, or 1920. Right, what is it? You. What year? What is it? 20, no, it's uh, 2020, I believe. Yeah. Uh, 2020, thank you very thank much, you. Wilford, from the youth outreach of the Biden campaign.
According to the FBI, the average dollar loss from a single break-in is about 2300 bucks. So here's some advice. Protect your home with Simply Safe. They're my go-to company for home security. Every door, window, and room has 24/7 professional monitoring for 15 bucks a month. Protect your home with Simply Safe. That's 3 times less than the other guys. Plus there's no contract. So go to simplysafebeck.com and get a free Simply Safe HD security camera with your order. That's simplysafebeck.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. All right, our coronavirus update. A lot of good stuff in it, including some an update on that uh, medicine that we told you about yesterday that about a half hour later the president said should be made available and is available. Uh, we have an update on that. The numbers, coronavirus by the numbers. Also, uh, some of the things that are happening all around the country right now because of the China virus. China. China. Could you tell me why you keep saying it's the China virus? What what am I calling it? The China virus? The what? China? The China virus? Yes. That's what you're talking about? Yes. What's it called? China? China virus. Yeah. We have more on that and that ridiculous exchange that is happening with the media and the president in one minute. This is the Glenn China. Program. China, 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 China. Hey, trying to sell your house? Oh, but that's fun, huh? Uh, let me just tell you this. When people are in the market to buy a house, uh, it's going to be really good because we have the lowest interest rates we've ever had. You imagine? I, rem- I remember growing up, uh, in, I was in a, a teenager in the 80s, and I remember in the 1970s, right before uh, Reagan took office, how bad things were and reagan came in and then the fed he started arguing with the fed and the fed just screwed him to the wall i think we had 18 percent unemployment or sorry we had 18 percent interest rates can you imagine borrowing money at 18 percent? that's like a credit card now you're close to zero percent if you're not refinancing right now this is something you could do right now at home I want you to I want you to call and refinance and if if you're looking for a home now is the time to go and get the home because you're going to be able to buy so much more home uh than you ever could have possibly without even spending any more. If you're looking to sell or buy your home, I want you to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. The coming weeks and months, once we get past all this, this is the time to be able to sell your home, buy a home at realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Wait a minute, Sarah, could we, uh, I just got some, stop the music for a second. I just got something I don't even know. It's from the, is it really from the Trump administration said that they, they prefer this as our China or, or coronavirus update? That's uh I don't see I don't. So I think this might uh, I think this might be somewhat offensive to those people in the media that uh, 
think this is the big uh, issue that we should all be focused on. But here's our uh, here's our COVID-19 update. Uh, Their total confirmed cases worldwide, 252. That is up almost 50,000 from yesterday. This thing is starting to compile now. We're in the exponential growth. Total confirmed deaths, 10,000, up from 9,200 yesterday. Total confirmed recovered worldwide, 89,000, up 4,000 from yesterday. 182 countries have confirmed cases, up from 176. Four more have suspected cases. There are now officially only 13 countries uh, that do not have at least one case of COVID-19. I challenge anyone, anyone to name those 13 countries, because I guarantee you they're countries that were like, I didn't even know you were a country. Five percent of active cases are considered seriously requiring hospitalization. That's steady five percent from yesterday, but down from 19 percent just three weeks ago. The U.S. now has 14,366 confirmed cases, 217 deaths. That is up 9000 cases from yesterday. So we're close to doubling now our cases in one day and our deaths 217 up from 155 the governor of california has issued a shelter in place order everybody quick shelter in place i don't let's see bill o'reilly said that really bothered him and i didn't know why until just right now it is like just stay at home issue a stay at home order residents told to stay home Unless they have to acquire food, medicine, medical care, or other emergencies. How about just getting out of the house for a while? Is that possible? We were talking to the kids. We played, we played Uno last night and, uh, and started watching a new show on, is it Netflix called Lock and Key? We had a great time, but I had to break it to them. Guys, I don't think we're leaving. You know, you're not going back to school. I don't think you're going back to school. And I don't think we're leaving the house for another few weeks. And they were like, what? I can't take it. All right. So uh, you can go leave for medical care, you know, acquire food, medicine, other emergencies. Like, I swear, I swear to you, officer, I was going to kill him if I didn't leave. Uh, he said compliance is going to rely heavily on social pressure and not law enforcement. That's good. No time frame was given for how long this thing is going to last. He says we're going to keep the grocery stores open. Make sure that the critical medical supplies are there. You can still take your kids outside. Just pro- practice common sense. Still walk your dog. Uh, you know. Oh, I'm on the air. Essential travel includes trips to the grocery store, gas stations, farmers markets, food banks, convenience stores, takeout, delivery, banks, and ATMs. <laughs> like that's going to be open long. A directive also exempts critical infrastructure such as food and agriculture, healthcare, transportation, energy, and financial services. Now, this comes in uh, after he is put an official letter to the Trump administration. He said 56% of the state's population, that's about 25.5 million people, projected to be infected with the coronavirus over an eight-week period. Now, this, according to the Los Angeles Times, it also has a copy of that letter. In the letter, he asked the president to deploy the U.S. uh, NS Mercy Hospital ship to the port of Los Angeles until September of this year to help decompress our current health care delivery system in the Los Angeles region in response to COVID-19 outbreak. Well, that's I mean, that's one ship. That's 25 million people are getting sick. By the way, they're not putting the sick people on the ships. They're trying to get like broken legs and trauma. 
as that's really the thing that the um, the Navy works on. Um, California has 8,500 intensive care beds currently. Over 80% are already occupied. If 5 to 6% of the patients require hospitalization, including the 4% that require intensive care, and they have an average stay of 20 days, if 25.5 million people get COVID-19 over eight weeks, 4% require intensive care, that's 1,147,500 who are going to require intensive care. 1,147,500. There are 8,500 beds in existence in California. Maybe that's why, um, in related news, marijuana dispensaries are deemed essential under California's shelter-in-place order. Now, Stu, I was thinking about this. Is this because is this because of the you know stay at home with your kids, and so you're going to need the pot, or <laughs> is it for some other reason? I'm not. It's a good question. Well, you know, as you know, it's medical. It's medicine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's right. No, yeah. that's right. No, right. Every, no it is. I mean, there are some things. Every single person in California things. uses it that way as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everybody does. Uh, in our conspiracy corner, California government has been banning uh, or been planning for COVID-19 shutdown and outbreak since January. Hey, Stu, what do you think about the uh, the people that the people in Congress that went and sold all their stock in January after a confidential <laughs> secret meeting about what was coming? Well, it's a, it's a mixed bag so far. Uh, we don't know all of the answers to that yet. Some people seem like they at least they're claiming they have nothing to do with those decisions and they're done uh, separately and they should be able to prove that if that's true. Uh, others are, and I don't know if, I don't know if Burr's getting out of this one. It seems like Burr's the one in the biggest amount of trouble on this particular item. He's saying that he, oh, I just relied on uh, public uh, public reports on on the on these things. I was watching CNBC is he, very is closely. He, is he ex- is he exempt? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's. Well, you know. Th- because it's not against the law for the, and this drives me nuts. It's not against the law for what Congress has done, which it should be. You're operating on inside information, insider information. That's wrong. They did change some of that with Peter Does, Schweitzer's book, didn't they? When when he because he was the first real person who exposed that in a big way, and uh, they did change some of the rules around it. So I'm not exactly sure how much of a violation this would be, uh, but obviously it looks terrible. It is terrible if you're going and you're doing it this way. I can't imagine he survives it unless he has a legitimate rock solid excuse. And the accusation being that he had a briefing, a private briefing about coronavirus, realized how uh, bad it was going to be and sold a bunch of his stocks. Uh, They, uh, you know, they're all denying it. uh, Everyone who's been accused of it. Um, But he, uh, he, he then went out in public and was saying it wasn't going to be as bad. And the president was all over it and we were going to be fine. So it was a little bit of a mixed uh, mixed message uh, there. And if, if the truth is that he went to a private briefing, took that information, realized stocks were going to tank, sold all of his stocks, didn't mm-hmm. tell anyone else, obviously the American people are not going to put up with that. It's just a matter of whether it's provable and whether it's actually true. Uh, you know, I, we still are yet to see a detailed response. I, I believe uh, Loeffler wrote that she had had a pretty a pretty airtight excuse if it's true 
um, which is, you know, she had certain funds set up certain ways, and it seemed like it was a pretty good, uh, pretty good explanation if it holds up. Burrs was a little bit more difficult. He said that he's willing to, uh, 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 you know, go along with an investigation on it, though. All right. Um, so California had been planning for COVID-19 shutdown and outbreak. This, according to the conspiracy, um, starting in January 2020, the governor's office designated 286 state properties as official homeless shelters by the way of executive order on January 15. Uh, these were vacant lots and feel, fills, uh, fields that uh, were filled with FEMA, provided RVs, mobile homes, blah, blah, blah. They have been sitting empty. People are saying that's because they weren't preparing for homelessness. They were preparing for, for, for COVID. Yeah, really? Because that sounds like California to me. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, they're, they're being overrun by the homeless problem. So bring in all these things and then just not do anything with them. I mean, if that doesn't sound like California government, then there's no conspiracy there. That's just stupid California government. Turns out that having lots of toilet paper, not such a bad idea. Nearly half of COVID-19 present with digestive issues, including diarrhea, diarrhea from China. Um, the, apparently, uh, a lot of people aren't going in and they're, 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 they get diarrhea and they're like, it's supposed to be in my lungs and I don't think my lungs are producing diarrhea. And so they're not going into the hospital and uh, they're going in a little late. Uh, but apparently you can get that with COVID-19. That's how it actually first presents itself in some people. Now, yesterday, we had the guy on um, about this anti-malaria drug. You know, if, if you use it in, in uh, conjunction with a Z-Pack, that it can actually cure, according to a scientist in France, cure 100% of the patients that uh, tried this out. I asked him, in fact, Sarah, do we have this audio where I asked him yesterday, so do, are there... Are there any bad side effects? And I want you to listen to this. These drugs have been tried separately. There's no indication that these drugs used together have any kind of ill effect. So the, the trial showed that there was a 100% cure rate in six days. Both of these drugs have a very high quality safety profile. Again, please, please submit this protocol to all scientists, medical doctors, and nurses. <laughs> okay, stop. So you notice he didn't really answer that question. I will answer that question for you uh, coming up in one minute. Oh, now see. I don't. That's a China. China virus. China virus. Update. So very wrong. All right. So it's an election year. That means it's time to make that difficult hiring decision we have to make every four years. Who are we going to hire as president? If you're a conservative, I think it's pretty clear where we're going. What about if you're on the liberal side of things? Wow. I think it's still pretty clear. ZipRecruiter sends uh, your job, if as long as it's not the president, uh, s- sends your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job sites. ZipRecruiter, they don't, you don't have an election. You think? Can you imagine if you had to run people, you know, so they could get elected to the? Can you imagine what your business would be like if we ran it like the government? Oh my gosh! 
Anyway, um, if you're looking for a really good quality candidate, not one that you can vote for, but one that you can hire, ZipRecruiter will help you. Now, they have powerful matching technology, and they scan thousands of resumes to find the people with the right job experience and invite them to apply to your job. You can even add screening questions on your job listing so they can filter the candidates a little more and focus just on the ones that are exactly right for you. ZipRecruiter is so effective, four out of five uh, employers who post there get a quality candidate with Within the first day, usually in the first hour. And right now, try ZipRecruiter for free. You can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. The smartest way to hire is ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Democratically socialist economies. Arguing with socialists. First of all, it's it's democratic. The new book from Glenn Beck. Um, and the other thing, too, right. is that... Is that you can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's Democratic. Ten seconds, stage it ID. Ten seconds, stage it ID. China. 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 China, 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 China. All right, so yesterday we were talking about China and the China virus. And uh, we told you about this. How do you say it, Stu? Because I, 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 hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine. I don't. I could never know. be a pharmacist. Chloroquine. I think it's. I could barely be a broadcaster. Can you imagine? What is it? Hydro, hydroxychloroquine. Give me a bottle of that hydroxychloroquine right now, I'm jet. That's it. Hydroxychloroquine. Okay, so, all right, so this is a, uh, this is a drug that we've been using for malaria. And apparently the malaria drugs give you some quite a quite a wild ride on fever dreams. I imagine malaria also gives you that, but uh, this stuff is like really bizarre. And you're supposed to combine it with a Z pack. Now I reached out to my doctor, and my doctor, uh, you know, is not insane, uh, and he just started to look into this. And he's like, "Look, I all I all I did was just look these up." To see if, you know, there are dangerous side effects with these two medicines together. Uh, and uh, he said, well, one, one of the risks is a potentially dangerous uh, heart rhythm. Uh, and that's the side effect of the hydroxychloroquine, hydro, hydro, hydroxy, hydro, that drug. I'm going to call it HQ from here. Uh, that drug apparently uh, can can make your heart do things that it probably uh, shouldn't. Um, and according to my doctor, he wrote, I'm not sure how often this arrhythmia occurs. I'm sure it depends on a lot on how high a dose you uh, prescribe for the hydrochloroquine or the Zithromax. It also depends on what medicines the person might be on in the heart history and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a heart guy, but he's reaching out to somebody to find out. Um, He said the textbook says uh, that maybe you shouldn't put these two together, even if the cure rate for the China virus in the French study uh, is 100 percent. My doctor said, if you get this, I know I don't feel comfortable prescribing both of these medications together. It's like I give you the hydro drug the by itself if you get it. And maybe, you know, I, I throw in the Z-Pack, but I, I don't feel comfortable prescribing both of those together. 
So there's the news from my doctor. So there, you're not getting that anywhere else. Jed. Jed. Do you take that stuff still? Would you take it? You well, have it. That, Would you try it? In that, not just for fun. I don't think it's a recreational situation, but if I'm on the well, no, I'm not death from coronavirus, yeah, I'm going to pop pretty much any yeah, pill I, I mean, can I, find in there. Here's what I'd like to know. What is the difference between this and people who have cancer? We're like, we got to worry about the Jenna virus. We gotta do, so we're going to make everything available. You try it. You want to eat a broomstick. If it works, <laughs> we're going to make broomsticks available. How come they're doing it now, but they won't do it with cancer? Well, I think that's because right. that's what if I've got cancer and you're like, I want to try it. I'm going to die. I'd like to try it. That's the right to try debate that actually Trump has advanced right. uh, in the right direction uh, during his presidency. Yes, I think uh, so, too. Yeah, so, I, I, you know, they've been able to kind of get some freedom for people who are in those circumstances to kind of just try something, even if it's experimental. Uh, this yep. situation, though, is, is even more rushed, right? Like, these things are happening so fast that it is one of those things where, look, if this is, has the potential, and there is a, a study, as the guy pointed out yesterday, of 40 people in it's a small study in France where it was very, very effective, uh, it's 100 percent effective. Yeah, it's been rumored to be effective, uh, you know, in other countries as well. There's the, the rumors that China and South Korea had used this at some level. We don't know all Out the facts, where? but you got to give people a chance if they're on their deathbed. You know, you got to go for it. Out of where? Where was it? Uh, China. Where was it? Jada. <laughs> Jada. You have to say it with like you're stuffed up, too. Do you notice that he has that problem? He's like, he's always stuffed up. Jada. 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 All right, more in just a second. Hello, America. It's Friday. Jed. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So let me, uh, let me just talk to you about another wonderful thing that could happen and that you can avoid. And, you know, you're going to have to get, pretty, uh, get up pretty early in the day. You want to avoid absorbing even the slightest amount of knowledge about cars to the extent that i've avoided it but you know i've made a lifetime uh, practice of that i've i walk around with most of my days you know fingers at the ready you know in case i in case somebody's like hey i i know how you can fix that car la 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 i don't want to know about it uh and you know what i probably was right because now you can't fix your car because now it's got all the computers and everything else, and you got to get chips, and you're not you're not fixing your car, dude. They're not they don't even want you to open up the hood anymore. Well, that means that you're going to pay a lot of money to have them fixed. Car Shield has affordable protection plans that'll save you thousands of dollars if you no longer have warranty. You get a covered repair now with Car Shield; it'll save you a buttload of money with plans that start as low as ninety nine dollars a month. You choose your favorite mechanic, dealership. They can do the work. You don't wait for a check. They have roadside assistance, rental cars while yours is being fixed, all for free. CarShield.com. Get it now. CarShield.com. Promo code Beck. Back in a second with more. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. 
So we've been asking uh, today about do these state governments have the right to tell you what to do and not to do? And they can make real strong recommendations, but especially when it comes to your First Amendment, don't you have a right to congregate? Don't you have a right to come together? Now, in you, when you look at this, uh, it, the state always seems to win in the courts uh, to be able to say, no, it's for public health. But where does that right begin and end? Well, there is one pastor. He is the pastor of Life Tabernacle Church. Uh, he's in Baton Rouge, and he is defying the uh, governor. Uh, his name is Reverend Tony Spell, and he is on the phone with us now. Reverend, how are you, sir? Better than I deserve. How are you, Glenn? I'm, I'm good. So now tell me what exactly is, is happening there with your church. What is happening is um, we have uh, continued to assemble since the governor's orders uh, last week. Sunday morning, I had 1,170 people in attendance. We ran 27 Sunday school buses that reach uh, the impoverished areas of our city. We bring those children to our churches. We picked up 643 children last week. We feed everyone a breakfast. Uh, We teach them the Word of God. Then we have recreation and uh, pray over everybody. And we do that on a weekly basis. Uh, now, this, this, mm-hmm. this, this is important, I, I would imagine, Tony, because it's an impoverished area. And, like, there's a lot of children now. If you're not going to school, you're not getting breakfast. You may not get lunch. Uh, and right. so you're providing food. Um, but, but the governor doesn't like that. Um, and I, th- there's a f- controversy, I guess, in the press on whether they sent the National Guard to shut you down or not. The National Guard said, no, we have nothing to do with that. Can you tell me what happened? What happened was uh, Sunday morning, of course, we had a parking lot full of people, so a reporter came by, and then Tuesday asked if we were having service again. So she came, uh, U.S. Representative Woody Jenkins live streams my service with over 100,000 viewers. At that point, uh, <clears throat> Central uh, Police Department showed up on my front porch. I want to clarify uh, what happened with that later, if I could. And yeah, sure. a statement was made that uh, the National Guard would be deployed to disband groups of 50 or more. I prayed over that individual. I gave him an anointed cloth, and I respected uh, what he was doing. And I said, uh, you're doing your job. We're doing our job as a church. Uh, within within 12 hours, I had uh, the governor's office meet with me in my office here at my church. Also, uh, uh, members of Washington uh, that are connected with the White House have also reached out to me. And the whole tenure has changed somewhat as far as the um, you know the, the being persecuted for the faith. However. Uh, I, I guess some of our greatest persecution right now is coming from um, other people that are asking us to stop having our services, which we hold 
as a conviction, and we will not stop having our services. So, uh, what happened at the? What happened with the phone calls and the the visit from the the governor? What 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 were they saying? What did the White House say to you? Uh, they said, Reverend, we're not asking you to close your doors. What can we do to accommodate you? I said, there are no guidelines. If I go across the border three hours, there's thousands of people gathering on beaches. Uh, if I go five miles up the road, uh, Walmart, Target are still assembling because mm-hmm. they're, quote, unquote, essential parts of our community, which is what's not being said is, is speaking volumes. That's saying the church is a non-essential part of our community. And I believe that we are more essential to our community. I've, I've had uh, two teenage girls attempt suicide this week because their parents have lost their jobs. Uh, they're not in school. It's a time of peril and distress. So uh, basically they said, Reverend, we know you're going to keep your doors open. We just ask that you comply with it, with whatever uh, restrictions are set in place. And, and uh, the, the scripture that's really being posed to me from uh, the brethren is Romans 13, which the governing body, and my governing body is the Word of God, which says, do not forsake the assembling of yourself together. Matthew eighteen twenty, gather together. And I don't have the ability to live stream. The majority of my people that I minister to do not have internet. They count on me on a weekly basis for spiritual guidance, prayer, uh, healing, and uh, preaching and prophecy. So uh, where we stand now is we are going to have service Sunday morning. I have people as far as Washington State, Alabama, California who are coming to my service to stand in solidarity with us. Uh, During the president's address yesterday when the Surgeon General spoke, uh, the Lord quickened me when he spoke of the blood bank shortage. We're also having a blood drive on my premises because our blood banks are are desperately empty right now. Um, I'm feeding. My restaurant owners in my church have closed their doors under the government mandate. They're losing their food right now. They're losing their business. I told them that I would uh, I would financially support them to feed everybody that comes to my service. And this is this is what our ministry is in our city. Mm-hmm. So, Reverend, I think I mean you are in a really tough situation, um, and this is not yeah. like one of those. You know, this is not one of those rich churches and et cetera, et cetera. You are, you sound, I don't know anything about your church or anything, but what you've just told me, you sound like you're really trying to help the community and you do have a right to do that. And you have a responsibility to do that. Um, When it comes to the services, go ahead. No, I I have a God given obligation to. Yes, right regardless of the laws and mandated to me by my government. Now, um, are you, are you going to take measures to keep people? Because there are people that just don't think that this is deadly at all. Uh, and are you one of those people? No, sir. I, I've, I've assured our, uh, 
I've assured our state officials and national officials, I'll take whatever measures are necessary. Which measures are those? I was informed by right. medical, medical staff yesterday, stop using hand sanitizer. That makes you more susceptible to this virus. And, mm-hmm. and we've, got a, we've got a nation that's on a uh, hand sanitizer craze right now, and that's not helping. It's hurting. So what do I do? There's divers' weights, and there are false balances in our society right now. There's one against the church, and there's one for commerce. And that's what uh, our argument is. So, so uh, your precautionary measures, yes. Last last Sunday, your sermon was a sermon about not giving in to fear. What is your Correct. sermon about this Sunday? This Sunday, I'm uh, uh, taking two texts, Luke twenty one, when men's hearts are failing men for fear. Don't look down. Don't look around. Look up. Let's look to God in these times of peril. Uh, Daniel, the third chapter. I'm going to talk about three stiff-legged boys among a, among a generation of weak-kneed people who bowed and who bent under the tyrannical rule of King Nebuchadnezzar, who said, do not worship any other god but me. And those three boys stood. I feel that this is uh, Christianity's finest hour to stand. And let's do not lose our freedoms for gathering together. Uh, So that's my sermon, is to keep standing. And let's do not live in fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, Glenn, but a power Mm -hmm. love and a sound mind. And in in an hour where children are home from school, parents have no daycare, their daycares are closed. Parents have lost their jobs. Dental right. workers in my church are forbidden to go to work. They have no money. The last stable uh, institution in their life is the church. And and how long can we keep our doors closed? We refuse to close our doors. Um, Reverend, I have to tell you, I, I I don't know how this is all going to play out, uh, you know, and but uh, I applaud you for uh, your conviction. I'm not sure what I would do if I were in your situation, but uh, I, you know, I'm not the one getting the guidance. That's your calling and your keys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I appreciate the the fact that you're standing up for your community and your right. Uh, I just I I pray and I wish you great luck, success and safety for all people that would be coming your way. I don't know what I would do in your situation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. That's Dr. Reverend uh, Reverend Tony Spell. Um, Stu. What do you do in that situation? I mean, look, most churches, I think, would would agree with him on almost all of that right and he is a god they have god given right. right and uh they they have to put that above pretty much everything but most churches also have decided to shut down because they just think it's the best thing to do um he right. he doesn't uh so he's got you know he's gonna have to feel that one out himself i mean as far as i know churches aren't forced to be 
uh, closed in most circumstances around the I don't country. Think you can. And yeah. he makes a good point about essential service, especially yeah. if he, you know, he's saying, you know, most of the people don't have, I don't have a, an internet presence because the, no. my people yeah. don't have an internet presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, he's in a really difficult situation. I, again, uh, he's right. That is an essential service. It is. Uh, I just don't know sure. how I would, do it well look we all are going out to grocery stores not everybody but lots of people are still going out to grocery stores you can still go out to pharmacies you can still go out to banks there are there are ways that people are gathering if you can take the sort of most high level precautions possible you know uh, maybe uh, you know separating people and trying to do the best that you can that may be the only way kind of around this. It's not that, hey, look, it's not that no one is making, having any interactions with other people. You're just trying to limit it as much as right. humanly possible. And even if you could have it open air, if you could do these yeah. services open air, that would be helpful. I mean, we're doing home services, home church, uh, you know, every Sunday now at our house as our church is closed down. Uh, and we're still responsible for all the things that we're supposed to be responsible for. And so we've been doing church at home ourselves uh you know not online or anything else just just running it ourselves and it's it's uh i think there's a way to bring each other closer the families closer together in this uh but if you're in a situation imagine think about the people who are like you know you're in an abusive situation and your husband is home all the time or your wife is home all the time now yeah. Uh, or your dad or mom. I mean, it's this. There's a lot of people that are really, really in trouble because of this. Yeah, the side effects are going to be a, a, a fascinating and really sad part. It's going to be a book uh, because yeah, oh yeah, yeah the tons because you not only have they, police are already saying that they're seeing increases in domestic violence because of this. Oh, I'm um, sure. Which I'm is sure really a serious thing. And then on the on the other side, you Absolutely. have uh, people who are dealing with depression or have uh, serious sort of medication issues that they might not be able to get yep. easily. Yep. Um, you know, they're, they're worried about that. Plus there's a lot of people who are working in charities and other things that are overseas and can't get back because of the, yep. the countries they need to fly through have cl- closed their borders. All right. Let me tell you about Simply Safe. I know during the coronavirus mess, you're focused on taking care of your family. Um, but I want to talk to you about Simply Safe, keeping your family safe I mean, we have no idea what's headed our way. We have no idea that one of the big questions is, okay, do we get past this with just the coronavirus and then a bad recession? Um, Or do we start to see people, you know, uh, take things into their own hands when there are roving bands of toilet paper thieves coming rolling through your neighborhood at some point? Oh, and they will. I want you to have your your house protected, simply safe. They'll protect every door, window, and room with 24-7 professional monitoring, outdoor cameras, doorbells alert you, anyone's approaching your home, give you time to grab your gun, quite honestly. Entry, motion, glass break sensors, they'll guard the inside of your house. Plus, you can set the system up by yourself. Anyone can. It's an award-winning security system, around-the-clock monitoring. It's 50 cents a day for the monitoring. 50 cents that's three times less than what anyone else is charging you. Go to simplysafebeck.com today. Get a free Simply Safe security camera. Normally it's $100. Orders yours today. You'll get it for free. That's simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. This is the Glenbeck program.
everybody! It's a name it and claim it weekend, all weekend long, here at the Radio Ranch. <laughs> we've got we've got tickets to every concert in America. Uh, if, if you wanna you wanna go out to a restaurant, we can get you a table. That's the power of the Big Frog one hundred nine point nine ever. We're able to, re- to re- it reserve any table at any restaurant right now. That's the touchstones. <laughs> Call now. Caller fourteen. You we get, get front you. row to any concert. <laughs> oh, we got available. The, seems to be a lot of tickets available for some of these concerts. <laughs> so uh, make sure you're listening. When you hear the touchstones, they sound a little like this. <laughs> yeah. You, you, <laughs> is that the way it sounds? You hear that? You hear those touchstones? You call in. Be the 109th caller at FM 109.9 FM. And you claim it. You name it. You claim it. The 109th caller? Yeah, 109.9. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. What? You're listening to Glenn. It's supposed to make Beck. sense all of a sudden? <laughs> How often do you say, I slept horribly last night, or it took me forever to fall asleep, or I couldn't get back to sleep? If you aren't sleeping well or you're worried about sleep aids, you should explore CBD for sleep. CBD is the natural extract from cannabis. There's no high. It's legal. And you do not need a prescription from CBDistillery.com. But can CBD really help you sleep better? In a blind survey, 9 out of 10 CB Distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. 9 out of 10 is impressive. Why not give it a shot? Bottom line is, if better sleep is important to you, you really owe it to yourself to explore CBD. And with over a quarter million customers, CB Distillery is the source you can trust. Explore all their amazing products at cbdistillery.com and get 20% off when you enter STU at checkout, S-T-U. Go there now, cbdistillery.com, and enter STU at checkout. Again, enter STU for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. Go there now, cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com.